And good morning. Hey, it's Ken Walls. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I have a great friend of mine that is a guest on the show today, and his name is Jason Alt. And I want to go ahead and welcome Jason to the show. Jason, welcome. How's it going? Dude, it's going fantastic. Hey, I, listen, I really appreciate you um, investing the time to, to take time out of your day and come on the show and share share your experience and your story with, with my audience, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Happy that uh, you, know, you selected me. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude. You, well, you know, you have been... Um, You've been a friend of mine now for a while. I don't even know how long. Um, but we we never even met in person until you were out in Vegas. And, and we met in person, right, in Vegas? We met one time at your office in Powell before the move to Vegas. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, so But, like, we just recently, in the last probably year, started kind of hanging out together. You live here locally and and yeah. and we never even hung out until recently but um <clears throat> you know i know a little bit of your story and and i you know i also know that you are a tried and true <clears throat> excuse me tried and true entrepreneur um you've been you've been through it and and you've accomplished some amazing things man i mean i i I was looking for pictures last night to to promote you being on. I was stalking your Facebook page. And I'm like, dang, there he is at Google. I didn't know you did business with Google, also, man. Like you're yeah. you're a baller, man. People people need to know about you. So so um, and we have Nikki Alt on the stream. She is looking forward to this one. She says <laughs> she's obligated to say that. <laughs> I don't know if that was part of the wedding vows, dude. So, so for better or for worse. <laughs> that's right. So, so um, let's start out with um, you know, t tell everybody where you were born and raised. Well, that's an interesting question. Um, I was born in Denver, Colorado, on my parents' vacation, um, but born but raised in Chillicothe, Ohio. Um, my parents. Uh, went out to Denver. My dad's parents lived out there, and they were getting ready to go uh, up into some campground and some land that they owned. And um, right as they got to the campsite, uh, my mom started hemorrhaging, and she was cleared to go to the the mountains. You know, the doctor said you're good to go, but I decided that I didn't like the elevation and decided to come two months early. So, oh wow! Yeah, so I actually had to be life flighted along with my mom, uh, of course, to back to Denver. And that's where I spent the first six months or six weeks of my life uh, at the hospital. Um, tubes, you know, everywhere, needles everywhere, poked, prodded. Um, and here I am today. But the interesting thing about the whole experience and birth uh, in Denver is, you know, we were uh, looking or my grandpa was looking over this mountain, you know, as things were escalating with my mom and not a religious man whatsoever. Uh, but he looked over this valley and he said, you know, Lord, if you let him live, you can have me. Well, almost two years to the day, they went back up to the, the campground, to the land that they owned. He passed away of a massive heart attack. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so, dude. Wow. Yeah. 
<clears throat> that just gave me chills all over my whole body. <laughs> wow. It was, it was interesting. We went back um, for the first time ever. I've been back to Colorado a couple times, but last year we decided to go back as a family, visit that land. And, um, you know, it meant so much to me to hear the story, to go back and visit it, uh, that I actually got the coordinates as well as the overlook uh, tattooed on my arm. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Show everybody yeah. it, man. That, it's, a, uh-huh. it's a great tattoo. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that is abs- that is so <laughs> cool, man. Wow. Like, talk about a, a, a way to enter the world. <laughs> like, wow. So, so let's let's talk. And and so, is that where you you were raised? Was in Colorado for the first six weeks, and then I was actually still so small I couldn't fit in a car seat. So my parents drove me back in a dresser drawer. Um, And I actually had to make a pit stop in Kansas City because I had a little bit uh, more issues, but finally made it back to uh, our home place, which was Chillicothe. Chillicothe, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Wow, I didn't know know that. So you were raised in Chillicothe? Raised in Chillicothe um, until 99. uh, My dad decided to retire from the phone company there. And he, you know, got into the wireless field uh, with Next, Sprint Nextel at that time, and did not like the long commute, so we decided to move to Columbus. Oh wow! Okay, so what phone company? Uh, Chill Coffee uh, Telephone Company. It's a local CLEC. Oh. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <clears throat> my my wife's father worked for um, retired from a telephone company as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I f- um, forget the name of it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big one too, <laughs> but but anyway. So um, so so you were raised in Chillicothe till what age? Until fifteen, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, and then you moved to Columbus. Yep, uh, moved to Columbus, uh, Grove City area. Yeah, um, and now uh, here we are in Dublin. Right, the the home of the Muirfield Village Golf Club. Home of Wendy's and yeah. Wendy's and Good yeah, place. yeah. Dublin's a great town. Um, <clears throat> Jack Nicholas, the Columbus Zoo, like there's there's all kinds of stuff right there. Well, the zoos, I guess, more Powell. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so you know, and there's there's going to be a lot of people that watch this that that are you know all over the world too. So for reference point, Chillicothe's about what at the forty five minute south or an hour south. Yeah, about, of, that's of the better Columbus. part of an hour south. Ohio's first capital, twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, so what was? Uh, tell me what you know. I, I I always feel like there's some sort of um, childhood influence that kind of helps us, or you know, not, I don't want to say dictates, but kind of helps us become who we become as adults. What it, what do you think the biggest influence was for you? I think the biggest influence for me uh, was my dad, and you know, even going back, you know, one generation further, his father, who ultimately passed uh, a couple years after my birth. Um, you know, he was an entrepreneur. You know, he owned a construction company, a couple bars. He owned some real estate. Um, you know, multiple real estate. So he had you know a lot of tenants and things like that. So ultimately, you know, my dad, you know, took that entrepreneurial bug. And I took the entrepreneurial bug watching my dad, you know, work in, uh, you know, the Chillicothe Telephone Company, but also a realtor on the side. He had a, uh, you know, structured cabling business as well. 
Uh, he had a limousine company for a while, uh, an ATM placement company, uh, or not ATM, a phone card placement company. So just watching him, you know, always try to better everything for our family. And ultimately, I was like, you know, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to to try this entrepreneurial thing. Wow. So so you got the entrepreneurial bug from your father and grandfather. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But but it doesn't sound like to, it doesn't sound to me like your your father really got the entrepreneur entrepreneurial bug until later in life. Yeah, it was always uh, you know side businesses. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. even when he was at the phone company, he had all this side stuff. Absolutely. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So so growing up, were you involved in any of these businesses, like running them, working in them? Yeah. So right around the age of 12 or 13, when I was actually, you know, old enough to crawl under the houses to run cabling, so he didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we've been working together in some capacity, you know, since then. And, um, you know, whether it's, it's helping him run it or just being a laborer or, you know, just, you know, watching him and him mentoring me, you know, sitting back watching. Wow. So, um, so you, so your, your father had the biggest influence in your life. It sounds like, um, what was it like, you know, growing up, it sounds like you had the, um, the, the, the all American perfect childhood dream kind of thing going on. But I mean, what was it like? Was it, was there, you know, especially I guess moving, from Chillicothe where you're 15 years old or and and like so you had to say goodbye to friends probably sure right yeah I, you know growing up you know it was you know I, I had a sibling that you know she's six years younger um, and you know I, I would say it was the you know all-american you know growth you know childhood if you will yeah um, moving at 15 you know I saw it as just another adventure um, you know, I didn't mind it so much. Um, right. but you know, watching, you know, my dad through the different businesses, I've been able to watch, you know, the, the struggles and, you know, some of the failures and see how he, you know, jumped forward and, you know, mitigated through some of those difficult times. So, um, but you know, as far as family life, it, it was always great, but, uh, I was able to watch, uh, you know, how, you know, adversity was overcame and that's really, you know, what, um, you know, gives me my motivation today. Right. <clears throat> so, when you when you moved to Columbus, you said Grove City, so that's south south southwest part yeah. of Columbus. Um, what what uh, what what happened there? I mean, so you were what a freshman, a sophomore in high school? Just started my sophomore year. It was October of ninety nine. Okay. Um, you know, graduated from Franklin Heights. Uh, that's actually where I met my wife. Uh, our, you know, I met her as soon as I moved, but we began dating our, our senior year, so high school sweethearts. So we've been together, I think, more years now than we've been alive. If I, if my math is correct. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. And we've not killed each other yet. So. <laughs> yeah. You guys are a great couple. You're 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 good friends of of me and my wife. So. Um, like, so you guys met in high school. Yeah, met in high school. Um, and then, you know, she went off to play volleyball at Urbana University and then, you know, decided to come back after her grandfather passed away and finish out at Ohio Dominican. You know, I stayed here locally and started DeVry. Um, realized that, you know, networking, computer information and coding wasn't necessarily, you know, my forte. So I I exited that, uh, went to Columbus State. 
then really decided about six months before we were going to get married that the whole college thing wasn't for me, period. And um, I decided to you know, take a leap and really start the entrepreneurial uh, journey with my dad jumping on board to a commercial signage company that uh, he was a partner in and helping grow the operations and some of the sales from that. And my wife thought I was crazy. <laughs> and how did that go? It, it went well uh, for for the first you know five years uh, that, that I was a part of it, um, but you know 2008 happened, and you know with that business, you know it was a lot of you know working with new builds and uh, RFPs, so a lot of you know construction dollars dried up. Um, so we started grasping at straws and trying to diversify to everything that we thought would uh, be the next thing to catapult us and take us through the dry spell. Um, you know, to, you know, quite honestly, it, it ended in failure. You know, I ended up losing everything uh, right after Haley was born. Um, my, my parents lost everything, and I really had to make a decision: Am I staying in this entrepreneurial thing, or do I go out and get uh, a job? And right. so we shut the doors of that business on a Friday. And that next Monday, I you know had met with my dad again, uh, met with a longtime friend of mine, and said, "Hey, I'm ready to try something new. I, I've got to you know do something. I've got a kid and a wife to take care of." And Kaufman Media was born. Wow. So so <laughs> let me get this right. So you you had a business literally like your first journey into being an entrepreneur. Your business like just crashed. Mm-hmm. And 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 you you and your parents lost everything. Yeah. Um, and then you went to um, you you thought well, <clears throat> I've been so successful as an entrepreneur, <laughs> I, I should just keep doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that that is the sign of a true entrepreneur. <laughs> so like. Like, yes, I screwed up really bad. Let's do that again. (laughs) There's a lot of nuggets of uh, wisdom that we gained from that, actually. (laughs) Sure, sure. I'm just teasing. I'm I'm saying it because I can totally relate to it. Sure. So, so, um, gosh, so, okay, so Kaufman Media, which is the the company you have now, Kaufman Media. Um, and, And so... Along along the way, though, like what what are some of the like? How do I word this? So you you had a business fail, yeah, and I'm sure it wasn't like two or three months later. You probably were like the next day, like, oh my god, what? Like, I got drunk Saturday because of all this, and Sunday I stayed drunk, and then Monday came around. You're like, okay, I can't be drunk anymore. I gotta make money. I'm just kidding, but like, right? You, you, at some point, you're like, probably pretty quick, right? It, it was. I mean, um, you know, while that was a traditional signage company doing backlit signs, neon signage, uh, you know, we yeah. started doing a little bit of digital signage, uh, you know, toward the tail end, and um, you know, I saw a, a glimpse of you know, the the future, if you will, you know, with recurring revenues and, you know, slim down structure where, you know, you don't need a 6,000 square foot building and bucket trucks and, you know, manufacturing, um, you know, 
and kind of went back to my roots. I've always been passionate in technology. So while, you know, the college thing with technology wasn't for me, you know, it's still where I, I like to be. Um, so in, in the last few months, as we knew what the inevitable was going to be, as we were winding it down, um, you know, we started putting a plan together of, you know, how to go forward because, you know, we need to do something. Right. Uh, so literally, you know, we kind of buttoned everything up and then on a Friday, shut the doors on Monday, we kind of opened up Kaufman media and a friend of mine's, uh, office. He, he lent us a little bit of space and then we started figuring it out from there real fast. Wow, man, that's crazy. So, so, and, and you and, and, and your dad, I mean, you lost everything. So it wasn't like you were sitting on stacks of cash, right? Like, like huge reserves to, to just kind of coast along. You had to figure it out. And, and so what do you think the most important thing for a business owner, an entrepreneur, what's the most important thing that they can do? Um, or I guess what's the most important part of their makeup to be successful as an entrepreneur? To keep going, even when you fall down and, and get mud on your face, you know, stand up really fast to wipe it off. You know, some of those scars and dried mud still going to be there, but you keep trudging along and, you know, you don't give up. You use this mantra right here, you know, you 10 exit, you get out there, you hustle, you bust it and, and get stuff done. And eventually you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I was um, <clears throat> recently at your house for a cookout and and um, you you said you were up till three in the morning the night before or something. That's right. Like like working. Yeah. And yeah, and, we, and that's what it takes. Yeah, we have clients that had issues, and you know we're working through the night to to make sure that it gets fixed because you know at the end of the day that's uh, what keeps the lights on. Right. So what's what's just so everybody can understand what Kaufman Media is. Um, why don't you tell everybody like a, a little bit about what your company does so they understand sure. it? Yeah, so Kaufman Media is a digital signage company. And really, if you think about a screen, you know, that uh, in a place of business that you've been, a bank, a quick service restaurant, a hospital, doctor's office, that's showing content that's not live TV. We are the hardware, the software you know, the installation and the support around that ecosystem. Um, and then, you know, our bigger, our biggest driver, because the hardware is the means to our end, is our software. Um, you know, clients are able to have screens all throughout the world, but then they can log into any internet-connected device and control those screens through a web browser. And, um, you know, we work in the quick service restaurant, vertical, education, K through higher ed, corporate communication, healthcare, retail, um, and, you know, no business, you know, is is the same, uh, you know, even if they are in the same industry, um, you know, our, our kind of mantra is our focus is your message. So what, whatever your message is, we help you get that across in a digital format. Wow. So um, so like the the screens that you would see, the big TV screens or walls of, of screens like at the airport or something, you guys control messages on that yeah absolutely everything from a 10 inch display all the way to seven foot by 60 foot video wall wow um and i know you just did a huge project down at the columbus convention center which is like massive yeah. but like you know let's 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 back up just a little bit because i i have to believe that as an entrepreneur um, entrepreneurs, I, we, we don't 
we don't think the way normal people do. <laughs> I don't think, true. right? Like, so I, I, I mean, dude, what? Give me something juicy, man. Did you get in any trouble, or were you just like the perfect kid always? <laughs> I mean, come I on, man. Of course, I got in trouble. Okay, did uh, you? How? What do you? What? <laughs> what do you like? Like steal a strawberry from a fruit stand? <laughs> <laughs> What? Come on! What? What? What was? I mean, dude, there is no way, and I know you well, but I don't know. Like, I like you're so you're you're very tight lipped about stuff. But what? Did, I mean, maybe I should be interviewing your dad and ask him about. It. <laughs> I think he's watching, so you can bring him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but what was what 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 was what did you do? Give me something juicy, man. What kind of trouble did you get into as a kid? Oh, you know, one that sticks out to my mind is, uh, you know, I, I think it was coming into my senior year. I decided to go to a party after a football game and, uh, you know, take in some libations, uh, you know, maybe 20 or, you know, or so who, who who's counting. Right. And, uh, I decided, I decided to go home. You know, a friend of mine drove me home and you know, I remember trying to get into my house and couldn't get the key in the hole. A little, uh. little difficult. Um, so my dad ends up opening the door oh, and, God. Uh, I had this huge wad of gum in my mouth to try to mask the, uh, the smell of the alcohol. Right. And, uh, you know, he goes, Hey, you okay? And I'm like, yep. And I, we had a split level. So I, I bolted downstairs, uh, to the basement and he follows me and uh, he goes, have you been drinking? I was like, no, you know, slurring, <laughs> slurring the words. And yeah. uh, he goes, okay, well, you know, let's go to the, uh, the ER and have them test your alcohol level then. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've been drinking. So I went to bed, uh, that night and woke up the next morning. I had to go to work and, um, you know, oh, he goes, how you feeling? I'm like, oh, a little rough. You know, everything's a little fuzzy. My head's pounding. It feels like there's, you know, a lot of people with hammers pounding in there. Yeah. And he goes, well, well, there's your lesson. Just don't lie anymore. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. So, um, well that, that's, um, yeah, I, 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 I may have done that a time or two myself. <laughs> so, so, um, so, I mean, again, it sounds like you just had, I, I mean, it sounds like you had a pretty amazing, amazing upbringing. Um, my, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, if I would have, oh, uh, well, we won't even go into that. I, I went home like that a couple of times. I'll just leave it at that. But, um, so, so you, you, you went through this first business. Yeah. And, and, I mean, what are some of the emotions you guys were going through, like, as you realized that this thing was coming to an end? Um, we, we realized, you know, a lot of things actually and you know talk about a roller coaster of emotions i'm sure you know we've all seen the graphic of the entrepreneur of hey i'm doing great you know all yeah. in one day oh crap my life sucks yeah. you know and then oh yep i just closed the deal so yeah. you know it was like that almost every day and every minute um you know we started realizing that you know the team we had put together the the employees and you know you know even some of the um ma you know management just wasn't the right people on the bus and that was one of the eye openers of you know Whatever we do next, we have to ensure that, you know, everyone's, you know, has the same vision in mind and not that, you know, other people's visions were wrong. It's just that we weren't congruent together. And that, you know, that was, uh, you know, disenfranchising the, the efforts to try to keep the momentum going. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we realized that, uh, you know, the, the emotion, um, 
that you know we're, we're losing you know our baby if you will you know it's it's like yeah. losing a child you know because you're building it from nothing um, you know so we just kept putting in money putting in money trying different things you know we were a signage company but we jumped into apparel and to add specialty products and you know even you know opening up uh, different offices and then consolidating those um, trying different salespeople I- anything that we could do as, as you know an effort to keep the boat floating if you will. But um, never realizing until it was too late that, you know, we probably should have failed fast and then, you know, picked up and started anew. Um, so, you know, that was probably the biggest lesson that we learned is we should have failed faster, you know, yeah. forward and, and move on. Your, uh, your, your, your lovely wife says, freak out mode from the wife, LOL. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes. Well, I bet she was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we had a... You know, three-month-old child was our first child, Haley. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, we we had a house and two cars, and uh, yeah. you know, ha- those those take money. That's weird how those take money, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so so um, and 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 then you started Kaufman Media. What what do you think, like? With Kaufman Media, you know what's weird is is we met. That's and I now I remember you came over to Pal, but yeah. the you know we met. You were like ten fifteen minutes away from my office. Yeah. We didn't know each other, and we met because of one commonality. What was that? I think that was uh, Mr. Grant Cardone. Yeah, we met because <laughs> of Grant. Isn't that crazy? I saw your show on the GCTV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, that dude's right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ohio, I know that place. Hey, yeah, that's like <laughs> right over there. So um, what do you think the biggest um, – what's the biggest contributor to – because you guys are doing some amazing projects now and you got a lot of, of great things you know, going on, including a, a really awesome new website coming soon. <laughs> I, I've heard we have one of those coming. Yeah. Um, so, so what? Are, but what? Are, what do you think the biggest? Um, the what's the biggest contributor to your success so far with with your 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 new? Well, it's not new now, but your your Kaufman yeah. Media. And we're just over eight years old. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think there, there's two things that come to mind. One is team, you know, ensuring we have the right people on the bus and in the right seats. Uh, all the way down to, you know, I have three partners plus a fourth that came on in 2013, but, you know, three of us that were founding partners. Um, and, and then all, you know, our employees and uh, the extension team that we have as well. Um, they all believe in the vision of where we want to go and they all right. think with company in mind first but then you know i think that the second biggest thing is we're we're focused we're an inch wide mile deep in digital signage we don't do it we don't do audio video uh we stay very focused in our lane and that's something that we didn't do before where we were just trying to grasp at anything that would bring a you know revenue into the door right <clears throat> so you got you got very focused on one thing I think Hank Norman and Steve Carlos they they talk a lot about that the Absolutely. the the owners the the guys from Two Market Media that create stars mm-hmm. um you know so so you've remained laser focused on on the one thing Absolutely 
Um, how important has sales skills been for you? Very important. Um, you know, obviously the, the lifeblood of, uh, you know, any organization. Um, and that's something that we're, you know, constantly, you know, retooling all the time. We, you know, I, next week, uh, my dad and I are actually going down to Grant's uh, sales boot camp, spending three days with him and, uh, you know, hopefully coming back and torching our current sales process. Um, but, you know, sales has been a very big, you know, driver for us, you know, so we've actually orchestrated the business a little differently, uh, this time where a lot of our partners feed us leads, um, you know, whether it's our hardware or software partners or, um, you know, agencies or IT firms feeding us leads and we become the closer, if you will, for that. Wow. That, so you're going to his boot camp next week. Yep. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I and I mean, you'll get to hang out with him probably. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So so um, with the as you've gone along, and I I mean, dude, you can't be an entrepreneur and not like get to know or hang out with other entrepreneurs. It's just like attracts like. Sure. And and you know. What do you think, in your opinion, what's the, what is the biggest thing that you see, excuse me, not necessarily entrepreneurs, but, but just people in life, what, what's the biggest thing that you think holds people back from success and or happiness in life? Great question. Um, I would say fear, uh, the fear of, of failing. Um, you know, because, you know, had I stopped at try number one, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, if I would have just, you know, tucked my tail between my legs, went and got a, a job, if you will, doing God knows what, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, have even known what was possible. What am I capable of doing? You know, what am I capable of overcoming? Um, so I think fear is the, the biggest limiting factor, you know, to anyone realizing, you know, their fullest potential. How 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 much of a um, because we all experience fear all sure. of us. Um, how much of it when when you when you left or closed down? <laughs> I can't. I know your wife really well, man, and like so, I can't even imagine what it was like having a three month old baby and and your your wife and you just closed down a business that that went under because of whatever um and and you um you look at her and say you know i think it's a good idea that we we start another business <laughs> i can't even imagine how that conversation went but how much did fear play a role in that conversation Oh no, that conversation was smooth as silk. She's like, "Yeah, no problem." <laughs> just, just kidding. okay. Um, now you know he'll lie lie about other things too. <laughs> I know his wife. I guarantee it didn't happen like that. No, it it was um it was a, a big factor. You know, there were many times where you know I would fight uh, the conversation in my own mind as well as have some very um, passionate conversations with with Nikki. Uh, yeah. on, you know, is this the right thing to do? Um, you know, my dad and I had a lot of long conversations as well because we both took, um, you know, the, the, the previous setback very hard, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, with, with, you know, losing everything. That's, that's not a, a tough thing to do. And, 
Uh, he and I had a lot of heart to hearts because, you know, as a father, he didn't want to see his son lose everything at 25 years old with his first grandchild. Yeah, right, uh, right. So, you know, a lot of hard conversations. Uh, you know, while I, I shared some office space with, uh, you know, one of my co-founders, you know, I had to do a lot of things to, you know, make money at the very onset. So I used the previous skills of creating signage and was producing graduation banners in my garage in 105 degree temperatures for two or three summers as we were trying to snowball this thing on a bootstrap budget. Again, wasn't sitting on piles of cash. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it was it was definitely, you know, always something that, you know, I was fighting with, I, I would say, on a daily basis. Yes. And, and so, and Nikki, Nikki just gave like a rolling eyes emoji. Um, (laughs) we'll talk about that later, Nikki. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm not, I, I mean, maybe I'm making, I'm making her sound like she's a psychotic. She's not, she's an absolutely (laughs) wonderful, wonderful person. Um, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm married too. And I know, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to, to, I know what it's like to lose everything. I know what it's like to to lose a house to 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 you know because you're so passionate about making your dream work and making. I know what it's like. And my wife and I have had some. How did you word it? Some passionate conversations <laughs> about you know. Um, so she's Nikki says now that was fun. Insert sarcasm. So like you know again we. This show is literally it's it's about helping people have a breakthrough and you know and and I truly believe that we gain a lot of power by hearing other people's stories like we 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 get a lot of power from that sure. and and you know you and I, I mean you've been to my house I've been to your house we've hung out like we've shared a lot of 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 stories and 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 I mean, it's not easy. And I don't care if you're, if maybe you're an employee at a company, you know, I've had employees that work for me that, that I know they felt like, man, I got a good job. And, and, and here I am, the owner, the guy doing payroll that's always concerned about, am I going to make payroll? <laughs> you know, right. And they think they're secure. So, so like, you know, and I'm not saying they, they're not, but I'm just saying that like, you know, it's it's a it's a an emotional freaking roller coaster for for business owners it's huge right? right definitely agree so with the the so the the biggest mistake you see the biggest thing that's holding people back is is fear agreed yes that that, that seems that seems to be um very a very common answer um so so um, if somebody came to you right now and whether they're an employee of yours, uh, uh, or somebody that doesn't, you don't even know, but they're, they're, they tell you the, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I can't pay the electric bill. I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting evicted or I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm broke. I'm busted. I can't find two pennies to rub together, you know, what advice do you give that person that that just can't get it, can't figure it out? What what do you say to them? Well, I think uh, you know Grant, you know, says it best. You know, there, there's always money out there. It's just who's got it. Um, so really stepping back and thinking, okay, you know, 
how can I, you know, create another stream of, of income? You know, so if someone is a, you know, digital strategist at, at a company, um, you know, and their job is to only, you know, produce outwardly facing content, well, could they produce content, um, you know, and, you know, content creation services and sell that out to the, the client base of that organization, you know, to create additional revenue, very similar to, what Rob Sislow did with Grant, you know, producing his content, but then, you know, sidebarring it into 10X Productions as it is today. Um, you know, so just taking a look at, you know, how can I you know, diversify myself and create multiple streams, even starting from the bottom? You know, there's always ways to go out and get more money um, that is aligned with what you currently do today. I, I've seen, um, I don't know if you, do you follow Sean Whalen? Yes, sure do. So I'm friends with him on Facebook, at least, and and you know he does some some unbelievable things where he go he'll go out to a a, a a flea market, a garage sale, and and find something dirt dirt cheap, and then resell it for ten times the price on on Facebook Marketplace or whatever, and and you know it's it's that kind of ingenuity. I remember years ago. A friend of mine who owns a huge financial planning company um, in in Westerville, part of Columbus, mm-hmm. I went over and I was hanging out with him one day. And this guy's a multi 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 millionaire, and 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 you know, he's like, "So how's it going, man?" And he's real, always real, like you know, energetic and hyped up, and 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 you know, he's like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "Dude, it's um, you know, it's it's all right." He's like, well, that didn't sound that didn't sound real. What do you mean it's all right? And I go, it's all right, dude. I mean, what do you what do you want me to say? It's it's all right. He's like, dude, so you're broke, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am. And and you know, I can't. He's like, with with what you do, you shouldn't be broke. Like, what, what's the problem? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just can't can't seem to find business and blah blah blah. All the all the BS excuses that we make. And we've all been there. And, and he says, um, he says, Ken, listen to me. There's a guy right here in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know his name. Don't even know the name of his company, but I know what he does. He drives around and he has, he has people hire him to go out and pick up their dog shit off their yard. I go, what? He goes, this guy has a business picking up dog poop, man. And I go, okay, I'm not picking up dog poop. He goes, I'm not saying go pick up dog poop. I'm saying the dog, he picks up dog poop and makes over a million dollars a year picking up dog poop. That tells me you can make money doing anything. The only thing holding you back are your excuses. And, and that I'll never forget that. Because at that moment, all, all I could think about was, oh, my God, I don't want to pick up dog poop. <laughs> like, <laughs> I better figure this out or I'm going to be picking up dog poop. So, you know, like you can make money if you apply yourself and you really and you have a plan, right? Absolutely. My business partner, Roger, has a very similar story of his, you know, landscaper, the guy that mows his yard, you know, struggling, struggling, struggling. He goes, go out. You know, there's a way to make, you know, six figures. And he helped him develop a path to go out, you know, get enough business. And now he's got a small team and, you know, knocking down, you know, 150,000 a year and, you know, doing okay. Yeah. So it, it's just, you know, thinking outside, you know, again, 
figuring out how to break through the wall, yeah. uh, limiting fear, whatever, stopping you and, and going out there and, and finding the opportunity. Right. <laughs> Randy Hunt says, woof, woof. So, you know, I, I think, uh, again, it, you know, it, it all comes down to what you were talking about, and that's the fear. It, yeah. You know, what, what are those fears? We make so many fears up in our head that prevent us from success. It's sickening. It's absolutely it sickening. And, and, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been through it. Yeah, the, the mind is, uh, you know, a very powerful thing, and, you know, if you can't get past, you know, what that is, you'll, you'll never know what can be. Right, right. So, so, Jason, tell me, um, t talk a little bit about some of the successes that you've had with Kaufman Media so far, because it grew, it's growing. I know it's growing. I've also been to your office. Nice place. Um, and and so, talk about some because it was just you and your dad, right? At first. It was, you know, my dad and I doing, you know, mainly the the day to day, you know, uh, type stuff, and then my business partner, or our business partner Eric, who you know loaned us our, our initial, you know, cubicle, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, he he's pretty much, uh, you know, silent in in that aspect. Um, you know, just knocking on doors, you know, trying to to drum up business, drum up relationship. Um, you know, we, we've been fortunate to do some pretty cool projects uh, at Sprint headquarters uh, in Overland Park, Kansas, um, Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, we, we did a really great project with the STEM initiative and the Pathways to Prosperity uh, back in 2013 for the Central Ohio schools. Um, you know, and, you know, to date, you know, you mentioned earlier the Columbus Convention Center doing a big video wall there along with some other uh, unique things. Uh, Piet Mondrian was a, a famous uh, artist. And so we, we did something that, uh, you know, is reminiscent of his style of design. So we incorporated architecture, traditional art and, and digital together, um, you know, and working on some really cool rollouts with uh, some large uh, quick service restaurant chains at the moment uh, into the tune of, you know, multiple hundred sites. Dude, like when, when you say, are you talking like, like big, big, um, like Wendy's things like that? Or like, I, I mean, I, I you don't I, have to disclose the client, but yeah, no, like a, there's a large sub shop based in Ohio. Okay. That, uh, they've got about 800 locations. Um, a pizza chain um, that has about 900 that we're working with at the moment. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you know, doing their digital menu boards, um, and then you know. Now, would that include like the the menu for the restaurant, or? It will. Yeah. It, it'll you know pretty much just be the menu. So oh. know, almost like a McDonald's esque uh, look and feel. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you got some big things coming. Yeah, and then our experience center uh, hopefully will be opening for kind of a back to school kickoff, so we can you know bring people in and show them what we do. That's been a, a two year uh, process in the making, so from building out and taking you know space uh, from the the building next door to us, blowing through those walls, and uh, you know having LG sponsor it, so all of their gear will be in here. Uh, we're excited for that to, to unveil and kind of open it up to the public as a you know after hour space or you know you know, our clients coming and seeing it. That's so awesome, man. Um, ben Reif is on, he says, Kaufman Media is on fire. What's going on, Ben? Ben Reif. I don't know Ben Reif. He's um, the uh, CEO of Bullfrog. Oh, is he? 
Yeah. I was, yeah, I, did I hear, I heard something about Bullfrog. Was it from you and maybe on Grant's, Grant's show or something? Yeah, I think they're a big advertiser uh, on, on some of his shows. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I went to, I actually, I, I think I was on their website for a minute and, and I, I don't remember. But anyway, so, um, so, and Jill Walls is on here, my wife. She says that is awesome. <laughs> so, I guess from the perspective of um, really making it, and and again, you and I have had in depth conversations about this, um, but like it 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 comes down to selling. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't know how to sell, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> like. <laughs> I always say, if you tell me that you can't sell or you don't like sales, you just sold me why, you know, you don't like it or you can't sell. Everyone's a salesperson, and, and we yeah. we preach that here. Whether you're, you know, support answering problem calls or in operations, um, you're you're selling. You know, you're always thinking and listening for that opportunity to create something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, I am. Uh, yeah, Ben says, yeah, we advertise with Grant. Yeah. I was texting with Rob Sislow last night. He's been a friend of mine since. I mean, I was I was actually I think one of the very first advertisers on the network. So like years ago, um, before I had my show with him. So, but anyway, so listen. Um, I I know that um, you're a busy dude. I I really genuinely do appreciate you coming on and spending the time today. Is there anything else that you would like to share with with the audience to to kind of motivate them and 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 uh, and help them? Because again, dude, you've lost everything, yeah. and you came back and you're a multimillionaire now. <laughs> Work, working on it. Well, I know. I'm just kidding. So, um, I, but but you're doing well. You're doing very well, and your your company is incredibly healthy. So, like, what, what, anything else you'd like to share to, to kind of give people the motivation to get unstuck, to break through that wall? You know, just uh, sit down and, and think through it. Um, you know, whether you think you're stuck or, or you really are stuck, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. You know, push through. It's going to be very uncomfortable. You know, the, the first two, three, five years, you know, may suck. Um, you know, you're going to experience life in a different form. You know, you, you're caught, your, your way of life may, you know, diminish for that period of time, but it's going to be worth it on the other side, uh, to take the risk and to, to kind of push through the, the uncharted frontier. Um, because if you don't take the risk and, and you don't push past that fear, you know, you're, you're going to look back, you know, at retirement or, you know, on the deathbed and realize that, and I, I should have done it. Um, you know, I always think, you know, I don't want to leave a, a monetary legacy. I, I want to leave a legacy of, you know, what I've been able to build to, you know, whether it's our employees to, you know, help them create a life and, and be able to build something that goes way beyond what, you know, I'm capable of doing myself. And if you don't push past that pain and, and fear, you'll, you'll never know what's possible. That sums it up right there. And and that's what holds everybody back, the fear. Yeah. The fear of what if I do all this work and it doesn't work out? What if you don't do all the work and somebody else does and it works out for them and you could have had it? 
then you're still kicking yourself. Yeah. So it's like, dude, just 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 go. I, I, that's why I I always struggle with with um with hearing people say that they're gonna that they have a side hustle. I I don't get that. Like, dude. How about just have a hustle hustle? <laughs> like, well, what's a side hustle? I don't even know what that is. Well, I have my full-time job, and then I also, I, I, I've never had that, so I can't relate to it. Like, I don't, I, I truly don't. I can't, I cannot relate to, um, you know, having that side hustle thing. I don't get it. I just. Yeah, the hustle button has to be always on no matter what it is. Right. Jill Rainey Walls. I don't know why she has to put her her maiden name in her name. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, Great interview. This is the type of insight that is so valuable to entrepreneurs as well as those considering opening a business. Thank you, Jill. And, and, you know, Jason, thank you. I appreciate you, um, again, coming on, taking the time. What's coming up for for Jason and and the family and, and the business? Anything, anything coming? Um, for for the family, you know, I think uh, we have a little trip planned. I don't know what it is, but uh, my wife has a little trip planned at the end of the month, uh, so I'm excited to see what that is. Um, you know, and then we get into Taekwondo season. Both kids are involved with that, so we'll see. Uh, you know, if we are traveling around to different meets and whatnot, and then for the business, uh, opening up the Experience Center. Um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to going down to uh, boot camp next week and hopefully coming back and uh, to steal a phrase from Matt Monero, torching our sales process and uh, see if we can't, uh, you know, even further 10x what we've been doing. That's awesome, dude. Well, I'm uh, I'm honored to call you a friend and and, and and get to hang out with you and your your beautiful family. Um, I thank you for coming on, taking the time out of your, your busy schedule to, to come on as a guest and, and thank you for all of the, the wisdom and nuggets that you've shared. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, it's been valuable and someone was able to, to capture it maybe at the, at the right point today. And I've been able to, you know, impart some of my life lessons, you know, out to, to the viewing audience, whether today or, you know, as it lives on in, in digital, um, you know, life form. Yeah. Uh, Appreciate you having me on. Uh, happy to call you a friend and your family friends as well. And uh, yeah. look forward to seeing what's next. Yes. Amen. Well, listen, thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who's been on here and shared this out for the likes, the love, the hearts, the laughing cry faces. Those, You know those are all your wife. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. And then the shocking awe faces. Those are probably her too. Like, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, so thank you so much to everybody, and we will see all of you tomorrow again. How do how's everybody follow you? By the way, yeah. So, KaufmanMedia.com um, is is one of the easiest ways to get in touch with me. But uh, on Facebook, Jason Alt. On Instagram, you can find me at Jason Alt. Twitter, Jason Alt. I make it pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and then you can also find us at Kaufman Media on all the platforms as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you, brother. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. Thank you for, for joining us and supporting the show. Appreciate all of you. Have a great day.